The horizon is wide and the highway is calling. That means it's time for another episode of American Road Trip Talk. I'm your host, Gary Mance, with a welcome and an invitation to travel the byways and backroads of yesteryear, searching for America in every incomparable mile. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen. Always glad to have you along for the ride. And for that matter, the one who will keep us in our lane today, of course, Nathan Miller. Glad to have him producing the show. Today, we are going to take a trip to cozy Beulah, Michigan. Why there? Well, because back in 1922, a lady by the name of Dorothy Cracker set up a simple white roadside stand on Crystal Lake and began selling farm-sized pies. That's right, farm-sized pies made with tart cherries picked from the family orchard. A century later, the Cherry Hut has become a nationally acclaimed full-service restaurant, famous for its cherry pies, jams, ice cream, homemade sandwiches, and much, much more. We are going to be taking our trip to Beulah, Michigan, and talking to a couple of ladies whose expertise is going to make us feel like we are there already. Christy Case and Claudia Breland. Claudia wrote a book about the Cherry Hut to commemorate it, to celebrate its 100 years of success. We're going to get into all of that, unpack it, and taste it right after this. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days. And I want to bring attention to a life-saving product called Alert Drops. Drowsy driving is one of the most catastrophic problems in America, and Alert Drops will stop it. Kids studying in college, drinking too much caffeine, overloading on these energy drinks, they end up in the hospital. Alert Drops will stop it. What is Alert Drops? Alert Drops is a simple spray on the tongue made out of citric acid, sour lemon, and water, co-created with my uncle, Dr. Henry Heimlich, creator of the Heimlich Maneuver, who said, Anson, alert drives will save more lives than the maneuver. Whether you are driving, whether you are studying, whether you're just a tired mom, whenever you need to be alert, get alert drops. A simple spray on the tongue, nothing in your system, and you're naturally awake, naturally alert. It's scientifically proven. It's doctor approved. Again, it's natural. It's been honored by the United States Congress. Go to alertjobs.com. Very important. Go to alertjobs.com and stay safe. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp. That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to American Road Trip Talk. Let's meet Christy Case and Claudia Breland. Christy Case has a master's degree in vocal music education and has taught in the public school system for 17 years. She has since taken on a full-time role at the Cherry Hut. She runs the back of the house and spends much of her time cooking and creating new recipes each year. Christy resides in Benzie County with her husband, Andrew Case, and her two sons, Carson and Caleb. In her spare time, she enjoys traveling with her family, skiing, snowmobiling, and watching her boys take part in their many school activities. Claudia Breland, well, she has been a professional genealogist since 2009, doing client research, lecturing, and writing. Her DNA expertise has enabled her to solve two 40-year brick walls, proving the identity of her Civil War great-grandfather 
and finding that her third great-grandmother's death in 1883 was probably murder, not suicide. Claudia has also authored a book in commemoration of the Cherry Hut, From Pie Stand to Icon, the 100-Year History of the Cherry Hut. That's out just as of last month, May 18, 2022, publication date. Fantastic. Christy and Claudia, welcome to American Road Trip Talk. Thank Thank you you. very much. I would like to start with you, Christy, because you're on the inside. You are helping to make it happen day in and day out. Tell me about what it was like for you to suddenly take on, and it sounds like you have a very busy life going as it is, but then to take on the glorious cherry hut and keep it going. What was that like for you? Yes. Well, you know, I love public school teaching, but my husband and I were on complete opposite schedules. And so now it's nice to be on the same schedule with him. And we just take a lot of pride in our business. It's been a part of his family since 1959. And just a lot of heart and soul goes into it every single day. We're, we're fully immersed as soon as the doors open. And even though it's a, a seasonal business, we have something going on all year round with our, our jams and jellies and our, our shipping business. And it's just a, it's a pretty unique uh, operation we have going on down there. And it's very important and means a lot to a lot of people. And Christy, is it fair to say that your heart and soul goes into every bite? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I always tell people we put a lot of love into everything that we make and, and take a lot of pride in it each day, for sure. And so your patrons go, go home. Of course, you'd have a lot of local business too, I'm sure. But the, the travelers take home memories and the taste in their minds of the delicious products of the Cherry Hut. That's really great. Congratulations on all your success. Thank you. Let's say hello to Claudia Breland. Now, Claudia, you thought so much of the place, you decided to write a book, From Pie Stand to Icon, The 100-Year History of the Cherry Hut. And congratulations on the publication of your book, Claudia. Tell us, what drew you in such an intimate way to the Cherry Hut? Well, first of all, I have had a family in Beulah since 1894. Uh, last year in May, I was back in Beulah for a family get together. And on my last day there, I met with Andy. Uh, I was doing research for a possible book. And when Andy mentioned that this year was their 100th anniversary, and they were thinking about putting out something in print, I raised my hand and I said, I'll write it. Um, I had been doing research in Beulah since 1974. I knew the repositories. I knew the records that were online and offline. I felt that I was the perfect person. Well, sure sounds like to me, probably Christy would not take exception to that remark. It sounds like this was fated to be. Yes, absolutely. Another interesting thing that happened is that when I got home again to Western Washington, I began research. And one of the first things I found is that the original owners of the cherry hut had bought their land and the cherry orchards from my great grandfather. Oh, my goodness, a family connection. This is fantastic. Let's let's take just a moment, though, and uh, Christy, tell me, how long have you been in the area? Which part of Michigan is Beulah located, and what was it that drew you there? It probably was something more than the Cherry Hut, but not to exclude the Cherry Hut. 
Sure. So it's located in the lower peninsula on the, the west side, just south of Traverse City a little mm. bit, uh, real close to Lake Michigan and the beautiful Crystal Lake. And of course, the Sleeping Bear Dunes that I think many people know about. And I have been in this area, not in Benzie County, but in a county pretty close by my entire life, except when I went to college and um, and then I ended up meeting my husband, Andy. I actually knew him when we were little and visited the Cherry Hut myself on many, many occasions. So uh, it was unbeknownst to me that I would eventually be an owner of the, the Cherry Hut that I was dining at as, as a youth. So um, I have been a part of the Cherry Hut for um, 20 years when my husband and I met. You know, this whole story has destiny written all over it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and in taking over ownership, and, and we're going to get the critical eye here in a second from Claudia, but Christy, tell me, what was the cherry hut when you found it? And from your own perspective, you and your husband, your family, when you took over, what was it that you wished to keep? And what innovations, if any, did you bring to the cherry hut? I mean, there are so many wonderful things that have been a part of the Cherry Hut since its existence, um, of course, with the cherry pie and the fresh roast turkey, um, cherry chicken salad and such. Um, and just each year, my husband and I like to implement something that's that's new, but still true to who we are as a business. And a lot, we like to incorporate a lot of the local products that we have in our area. There's such a wonderful uh, amount of local things that we can utilize, uh, meat, fruit, et cetera. Um, so we just try to make what we have and, and, and continue to make it better each year and add new things. It's just all American homemade cooking and it, it keeps people coming back and the consistency of our food and our service uh, is what pe draws people to our, to our place and the memories for sure. And the memories, the service counts for a lot. But also, mm -hmm. if I'm hearing you correctly, Christy, I detect a commitment to never-ending improvement and innovation, which is what keeps a business alive and thriving. Yes. You know, being seasonal, we like to open the doors each year with something new for the customers, whether it's a menu item, um, almost always a new menu item of some sort. Um, and, and then this year with the renovation of, we have three dining rooms at the Cherry Hut and we used to designate them old, new, and, and super new. <laughs> and so the, the, the oldest dining room is, is now become our newest. And we actually recreated the original 1922 pie stand inside the restaurant as our service counter. Uh, and we sell our pies there and our home baked goods and, and it's where people come and pay their bill. Um, many restaurants now go with the, you know, the credit card at the table, but we like that people to people connection. So uh, when people need to pay their bill, they go to the counter and get greeted by our, our cashiers and hosts so we can have that connection with them and share stories. The personal touch, absolutely yeah. essential. Claudia Breland, You've been around Beulah many, many times. You know that area. You know the Cherry Hut. You know its reputation. Your experience of it now in this book, and I'm so happy that you got this published because it's a lasting testament to the Cherry Hut. But now in that, you're talking about essentially a quarter 
pie slice, a gigantic farm size slice. And if you get it a la mode, you're almost talking about, I don't know, a pint of ice cream. It looks like it's so large. Now, please tell me you didn't include this to exaggerate just to sell books. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's that's the gospel truth. <laughs> wow. That is incredible. So uh, when you go there, it seems in a way, and I don't mean this to be ironic, it's it's almost like a larger than life experience because of what they have to offer and nobody goes away hungry. What about the first time you ever went in there compared to today? How has it evolved for you? Do you know, I've been there so many times over the years. I can't remember the first time I was there, although I will say it was probably as a college student. Um, by the time I went to college, we were living in Florida. And while I was in college, my parents moved up here to Washington State. Now, when I was in college, I was not homesick for our old home in Merritt Island, Florida. I was homesick for Beulah. So a couple of times during a spring break, I would drive um, a thousand miles probably wow. up to Beulah. And to just be there and visit family, um, I have an uncle who just turned 100 years old, wow. and I have cousins there, and it's a great, it's a great place of memories for me. They get embedded, don't they? Yes. We go to a favorite place, and not only can you not forget it, you don't want to. If anything, you want to keep those memories vitally alive. Yes. And you've written this book. What are the sorts of things you emphasize? There was some mention in a very favorable review, something about quirky stories. I'm all about the quirky <laughs> stories. If a celebrity showed up, if, so, if a gangster showed up, if uh, the inventor of the cherry pie showed up, there somebody is there that's going to put the stamp of their personality on your experience of being at the cherry hut. So if you have a quirky story or two, Claudia, and then I'm looking at you, Christy, please share those because our listeners would love to hear about that. Well, first of all, I was aware I've been a longtime fan of road food which is a series of guidebooks written by Jane and Michael Stern over the years. Um, and it's always included the cherry hut. And when I started writing the book, I kept thinking, wouldn't it be neat if I could get one of the Stearns to write an introduction? And so it didn't take long at all with my research skills to reach out to Michael. And he said, yes, I love the cherry hut. I would love to write an introduction. So that was a real feather in my cap. Um, and I don't know about a celebrity, but we had several stories from former staff members. And one of them is the Reverend Ed, Ned Edwards, who was a kind of a busboy and kitchen staff back in uh, 1950, I think. And he tells the story about uh, in the building next door, there were uh, frozen hog carcasses hung up in the freezer. And he and the waitresses had to pass those in order to get to the frozen pies. And so one rainy day when there were no customers, because at that point the seating was all outside, he and the waitresses gathered some flowers and made a procession over to the hogs and held a funeral. 
And on their way back, who should they pass but the new owners of the Cherry Hut, ah. Althea and George Petrus. And they were not exactly pleased. I can see why that might be the case. Yes. So he was, uh, Ned was fired twice, but he always managed to get, get back. <laughs> Again with the destiny. I'm telling you. This this is really something, Christy. There you're there a lot. There now. I have been. I've actually, and I live in Sarasota, Florida. We broadcast from uh, Seattle, but we're heard all over, downloaded all over the place. There, uh, living in Sarasota, celebrities will come through. Some of them live here. Some of them perform here. Some of them go out to an Italian place for dinner. Where one night I happen to be, and there I am, uh, not side by side, but in very close proximity to none other than Jerry Springer. So I found out what kind of Italian food he likes and people will show up. And and this particular restaurant is one of his favorites as he is a seasonal resident. So in other places, Christy, how many restaurants have you been to where there's a a big photo? Frank Sinatra was there and he signed or Dean Martin there or it could uh, Jay Leno. All of these people I could think of where you see their picture, Tony Bennett, et cetera there. But at the Cherry Hut, do you have people who've come by and you've been able to get them to autograph something so that it becomes part of the decor and the atmosphere? Yes, we, we have. Uh, my, my husband said everyone is famous in their own right, but we've had a few um, and we have about four or five menus that are signed. Uh, one of them is uh, James Levine, who was uh, the conductor of the Metropolitan Opera in New York City. Uh, mm. He came in quite frequently. He had a place uh, just north of us. We've had two governors from the state of Michigan, uh, Governor Granholm and Governor Blanchard, that have been in and signed menus. Um, Paul Davis, who played basketball for the Michigan State Spartans and went on to play, it might have been in the NBA for a year or so. Um, And then uh, Kirk Cousins, who plays football currently, the quarterback. Uh, He didn't actually come in, but he has some family that comes in quite frequently and um, he signed a menu for us and he may have been in when he was a youth, but um, so we do have a menu signed by him as well. I love that kind of stuff. I have a little story I can share with both of you. I lived in Las Vegas for five years. There was a family that owned a restaurant there. They were very proud of the checks they collected from Dean Martin. Now, here's the thing. Dean Martin would come in and he'd always pay with a check. And I'll I'll bet he did that around town. He'd pay with a check. Well, if you're the proprietor, you've got a check given to you signed by Dean Martin. What happened? It didn't go to the bank. Yeah, right. I don't know how Dean Martin balanced his checkbook because people wouldn't cash these checks. They became an artifact of his visit. You see, a memento. Genius. <laughs> so I don't know. It might cut into your profits there, but if you have celebrities coming through, at least you have a great way of commemorating their visit. You know, I'm right. not saying I recommend it, but it's something you might think about. Probably not great for business, really. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> so um, if but- I. Yes, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, but besides that, we've been in a slew of different publications. I mean, a lot of the the main publications throughout the country, like New York Times, Wall Street Journal, uh, Bon Appetit, Gourmet. Um, We have been contacted by the Food Network a couple times to be on it. Uh, And that was prior to to me really being fully immersed to um, to the Cherry Hut. And my husband 
said no because they said that the owner needs to be the one preparing the food and that has never been his role. He is front of the house manager. And so he said, no, I don't think we'd like to do that. <laughs> and then I came on board and said, what were you thinking? Of course, of course we do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Claudia, I'm curious to know there in terms of the dining experience itself, and uh, both of you really, I'd love to hear from you uh, first, Claudia, when you go in there, what is the variety like? And what is it that you would share with people who have not had the pleasure, I hope to one day, of visiting the Cherry Hut and having a meal there? And of course, the pie a la mode. But what kind of dining experience is it for those who might wish to make sure they do not miss it when they come to Michigan on a road trip? Well, for my part, um, I have a favorite that I return to again and again, and that is the cherry chicken salad. Oh. Um, I love that. It's better than what I make myself at home, and I'm always taking dried cherries home when I go to Michigan. Um, so that's, that is really um and if I don't get that, I think a couple of times I've had their fish sandwich, and I really enjoyed that. And the cherry pie is obvious. That's a uh, must. That's a must. Christy, in terms of your own experience there, I'm sure occasionally at least you eat at your own restaurant. It isn't all home cooking. Well, maybe it is all home cooking for you. But when I, I think about places that I go there, I am notorious for having one, maybe two, but usually one go-to dish at a restaurant, whether it's a one-of-a-kind or a chain restaurant. Those are the things on which, those menu items on which I can mm -hmm. rely do you eat that way? Do, do you have regulars who come in who always want dish A and then the pie and the ice cream? You can set your watch by it? Absolutely. Yes, weekly. And speaking on that, Claudia mentioned her 100-year-old um, uncle. He was in today. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Um, and so for a lot of people, like Claudia said, it is uh, the cherry chicken salad plate. It comes as a cherry chicken salad plate with fresh fruit and a homemade cherry muffin, or you can get it as a cherry chicken salad croissant. That is probably one of the number ones. And then the croissant, fresh, yes. Yeah. So the croissant and then our fresh roast turkey. Each day we roast uh, Michigan turkeys and um we probably go through, actually, we counted last year, we went through about 6,500 turkeys in our entire season that we roasted and we break down. You can get it as a complete dinner with homemade stuffing and mashed potatoes, and you get a beverage, homemade soup, homemade dinner roll, homemade cinnamon roll, pie. Um, the complete dinner is quite a, quite a meal. It definitely fills you up, perhaps for the day. Uh, and so we get a lot of people that look forward to that. We also have a hot turkey sandwich, a turkey salad sandwich. So we do a lot with um, not just cherries, but also with fresh roast turkey each day. Um, we have hand patted burgers that are, are local. Um, all of our home baked goods, the cinnamon rolls, dinner rolls, cherry muffins. Um, and we, we now do a, a quiche that is made from the same crust that we use for our pie. Oh. And that has become very popular, something that we've incorporated in the last five or six years. The last five or six years. Now, the Cherry Hut is breakfast, lunch, and dinner? 
It is right now we're currently lunch and dinner. We have done a Sunday breakfast buffet and we've, we've had breakfast in the past. Um, but, uh, right now we're lunch and dinner only. And I just want to ask this question because it is of recent historical interest. And it's also by way of saying congratulations on your success. How did you get through the worst of the pandemic? Did you have to close down for a while? We were forced to close down for a a short period of time. Uh, You know, fortunately for us, we are a seasonal business. So we're only open usually Mother's Day weekend through the third Sunday in October. And so um, in 2020, we had to shut down until we ended up opening Father's Day that year. But once we opened those doors, it was business as usual at the Cherry Hut. And we were um, very fortunate. We were very busy the last couple of years. um, We did have to shorten hours for a while due to some staffing shortages, but that um, will hopefully change here in the next week. We'll be open all day, every day. That's our plan and our goal. So um, we're very lucky. We have wonderful employees and wonderful uh, client base and, and we pushed through and it was, it was successful. Well, congratulations again. That's great to hear. Claudia Breland, congratulations once more on your book. I'm very congratulatory today, but also there must be some part of you, Claudia, that must have been frightened that this book you were writing might not come to fruition in its present form. It might be more memories of the Cherry Hut had they closed down. Fortunately, blessedly, they did not. That's good news for you. You know, that never even not once occurred to me that they might close down. I was, the moment I got home from Michigan last year, I started in researching. Um, I know a lot about researching online um, and especially where to find online digital newspapers. In fact, I wrote a book on researching newspapers. Um, The Cherry Hut, by the way, is my sixth book. Um, And I tell you, I had such fun writing this i was getting um i was getting memories from both staff members and uh clients and it it was just great it was a great experience i'm happy so much for all of you and for the cherry hut itself an institution that goes on and on this is just wonderful i very much enjoyed getting to know you christy and claudia i wish you both continued success Thank you very much. Thank you. Before we leave, I did want to mention there's a promotion going on now with American Road. Use the code D-A-D-D-A-Y, Dad Day, to save 15% on a gift subscription to American Road Magazine, the tool for creating a perfect road trip. Dad will enjoy planning his dream vacation with our quarterly magazine featuring cool roadside attractions like the Cherry Hut. Hotels, eateries, historical sites, trip ideas, everything except the classic car he's dreaming of. Order today at amroad.net forward slash A-R-G-I-F-T. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. Until next time, dream well and drive safely on the American Road. 